0: This is retired William Fleming High School coach, George Killer Miller, and it's crunch time.
1: Believe with all your heart. Believe in yourself. Believe in each other. And believe that in four quarters, we're going to walk in this locker room, we're going to break the music up, and we're going to dance. From the studios of WPLY, in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia, this is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and Crunch creator, Carl York.
2: Welcome to the weekend, high school football fans. It's Crunch Time, baby. Good morning, Central and Southwest <laughs> Virginia. Hey, I tell you, it's with a heavy heart, though. You know, yeah. we lost a great man this week. We uh, did. Killer Miller, George Killer Miller, a former William Fleming head coach. And, you know, we had done an interview with Coach Miller, and, and uh, he's our legend today. We're going to v- revisit that interview. But um, to hear him open the show, guys, I mean, that's uh, – uh, he's going to be greatly missed. Yeah, you know, I,
3: I had the opportunity to spend a, a number of days, a lot of days with Coach <laughs> Miller. I'm a colonel, and, you know, through and through, I uh, the blue and gold I bleed. And that was uh, – it was a shock to me the other day because I had not heard the news, uh, before the show, with Greg Roberts live. And while I was doing the show, I saw the news Mm. and I told Greg, I said, I don't want to announce this until I find out if this is true. And then Greg said, yeah, it it took place this morning. And, you know, to his family, to the friends, to the colonels, it it is, it's hard. It's hard to deal with. This man shaped so many people's lives. And, uh, I can honestly say the last time I saw him, you know, we were speaking and I gave him a hug. And the last thing I told him was I loved him. That's and, awesome. you know, that's that's the kind of man Killer Miller was. He was the kind of man that when you saw him, he came over to you or you made your way to him. No matter how big that room was, somewhere during that night, you were going to make your way over to him. And you were going to find him and he was going to grab you by that shoulder. He was going to shake your hand. He was going to hug you. And he was just... He was just that man that you know. You sat back and you you know taught me how to tie a tie. Oh wow! You know that's the that's the kind of man he was. He was just one of those men that shaped you, and you're like you never you know you don't think about it right. until years later, and you know you're teaching somebody else to tie a tie, and you're like, well, this is how Killer showed me how to tie. You right, know right? And you're like, that man taught me how to tie a tie, and it's just things like that. Pretty that awesome. you, Yeah, you don't think about but you know, it, truly going to be missed here in this valley.
2: Well, you know, he's, he was a father, like you're saying, to many, many uh, young people, young men, especially growing up. And I can just remember going to basketball games long after he was retired. Sure. And he would come into a basketball game uh, over at Fleming. Yeah. We'd be covering a game over there. And it was like the Pope came in. Yes. Mm. Uh, there's two or three of those guys. When they came yeah. in, they made room for him wherever they wanted to sit. They would yes. sit down and people literally would come by and shake their hands, hug his neck. Um, It was, you know, he he was special to that community, and deservedly so.
3: Well, let me say this. You know, you you made reference there to a a lot of men, females as well. Yeah. Miss Ladies. Yeah. You know, when they would come in, what are you doing, Miss Lady? What are you doing? You know, and it was so fun to watch him. And But just the respect that he treated every female student that he was around and parent and just— I'm talking. He made you feel like you were something special, and and to be honest with you, in his eyes, you were something special. You were, you know, you were a colonel, and no matter what, he was a colonel, right? And that that you know, I I sit back and I look at the men, I look at Coach Stewart, and I look at Killer Miller, and I look at Coach Smith, and I look at Coach Lenore, and all these coaches over the years, uh, Coach Canty, and all, you know, you look at them and you're like. Wow the, you know these are just they're they're just big names they're big men they're you know they are the the gentlemen that shape you and it, it it is it's a it's a sad day and you know I get a little emotional because this was a man that like I said I spent you know several years with and, oh, yeah uh would have conversations with just sitting on the bench talking with him and just you know even if, you know, you didn't have anything really to talk about, we'd find something to talk about, even if it was the basketball game that was on last night or the football game. So, yeah, yeah, we we lost a good man.
2: Yeah. Um, so, you know, we want to pay homage to him, and we'll do that today throughout the show. Um, but let's talk a little bit of, he would want us to talk about a little high school football. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's playoff time, baby. It's second round. You know, all but a few games were played uh, last night. There's a, There's two or three today that are, that, most of them are in the books. Um, and, I mean, you know, good football. I mean, there were, to me, there were some tight games, and then there were some blowouts. Sure. And, uh, you know, that's high school football. It is. Um, but the big football news, uh, to me, is Atlantic Shores Christian beat North, our North Cross Raiders yeah. last night, uh, 36-26, in their state championship. That's it, yeah. And, uh, unfortunately for us here because we're big North Cross fans and, you know, follow those guys, Coach Alexander and and all those guys. And, and uh, you know, they <clears throat> normally they play it on Saturday. They played it last night on Friday night. If they have played it on Saturday, we would have covered it and been there. Sure. Uh, but we couldn't get there um, the way we were spread out. But, um, you know, tough loss. I mean, I think Coach Alexander had a team that – and that was a good team. That That Atlantic Shores Christian team. Well thought of. Uh, sure. Have some Division One talent going on to college, but um, I think North Cross thought they could get them.
3: Well, this was you know one of the quotes that I saw uh, today was that Coach Alexander said that they thought they would win this game in the fourth quarter, and it got down to the fourth quarter. Yeah, it really did, and North Cross kind of fell flat a little bit. Mm. And you know he he made the comment. He's like, "Hey, I think we can win this in the fourth quarter," and
4: nothing. Yeah. Hey, uh, I, I'll I'll give a quick shout out to. uh Amy Thompson, who was a a parent that was there. I had asked if she would to text me throughout the game. And, and so, uh, even though we weren't there crunch in body, we were there in mind. So hated to see, um, hated to see the North Cross Raiders come up short, but you know, a great season, a great bunch of athletes over there.
2: Yeah. And our son Cross is a He's a senior he's a wide receiver man he he could play at the next level and i sure. think he wants to right so if you're you know a coach out there looking for a wide receiver who's tough yeah uh that really has great hands uh you know cross thompson might be a guy you want to look up over at north cross um great but,
4: athlete great kid yeah
3: well you know and the thing too is you have one coach who's sad today and then you have one coach who uh is looking forward to to these group of kids, and that's Page Moyer. Yeah, and, that's uh, right. <laughs> you know, football season's over with now. Page Moyer gets his basketball team. He told me the other day. I said, "How many kids you practicing with right now?" And I think it was like four or five. <laughs> and he goes, "They're all playing football." And he goes, "I get my kids when they're done playing football." And I said, "Okay." So he's got a lot of height and a lot of good athletes coming yeah, from that football. Well, team. when
2: Page Moyer is your center. You yes. know, because you don't have enough kids, <laughs> exactly. that might be a problem. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, no, he's. I, we're looking forward to uh, following Paige over there and watching how he does. And I know he's glad to be back in the coaching ranks. Yes. This, um, great man. All right, so uh, there were some tight games, too. Um, Lord Botetot in Christiansburg. Man. Yeah.
3: That Talk one, about a knockout. You know, what oh is my, it,
2: knockdown dragout last and, night? Jimmy and, oh, and Mike, um, Mike T. Mac T. Mac. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Really? Those guys uh, covered that and uh, got off to a late start. And I'll let Jimmy talk about that when we get into the game. But, um, you know, Botetot got him uh, at the end, and, and there was a lot going on at the end.
3: Well, it, how about Jimmy pulling out the crystal ball last week, saying that he saw a uh, Lord Botetot LCA game? Yeah. Boy, he well, caught it. Well, I, and
4: I, I I think I jumped a little ahead. I'm still keeping that. but okay. I do. I, I sort of was in my mind thinking – the next game was LCA, but it's actually Abingdon now. So yeah. But I still Look at am that. looking at your crystal yeah. ball. You no, no, to... I'm not okay. retracting okay. anything. I just was a little quicker on the call than I probably should have. Okay, But, but no. I'm sticking with my same call. Look well, at
1: that.
2: Abingdon, uh, man, they got by a good Bassett team, 42-34. That was a good game, pretty yes. tight. Perry McClure beat our uh, Spartans over at Giles 14-6. to Can I just, you know, and it's
3: one of these things that we've started watching Perry McClure. Perry McClure at the end of the season yeah, here. Yeah, These guys just keep winning. Mm. I, I don't. Lose. I don't know what's happened down there, but they lose the first three games of the season, and then they they change something, and they just keep winning ball games now. Three words: high school football. That's it. Yeah. you just don't know what's going to happen. And you know, if you'd have told me after the you know third game that Perry McClure would be in this situation, I'd sit there and go, nope, not going to happen. But, boy, they threw a switch, and look at them now. How about that? How
2: yeah. about that? Well, the, you know, they're moving on. They got they got Giles. So, and then there were some shockers. My game, to me, was a shocker. Okay. Salem just rolled Louisa County. Yeah. But, I uh, mean, they just put the hammer down. And,
3: you know, somebody told me one day that Salem's a pretty good team, too. <laughs> and I don't know who made that. I think it was Coach Holter. But, you oh, know, yeah. yeah, that's it. I think it was Coach Holter.
4: Reliable, reliable source. Reliable source. Yeah, he
3: knows. He's close. But, you know, this is Salem football. This, I expect nothing different at the end of the season except games like this. This is Salem football and you, you watch them week after week after week after week. And they just, I don't know if they're getting better. That's the scary they thing. They are. They are. And, you know, when you sit there and you watch them and you're going, wow, are you guys getting better? Because if, if I'm one of these teams that's sitting there on the outside looking in because I have to play them next.
2: Yeah. I don't know if I want to play them. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you um, know, when it gets to postseason, there's a lot of teams across the state saying, we either want to take our shot at them or yep. we don't want to see them.
3: Right. You know, it's that old thing, you know, if you're going to beat the king, you better kill
2: the king. And that's, you know. That's right. you you got a king right well, there. Well, and I'll say this, Louisa County team, uh, if you weren't at the game or whatever, I mean, they had size. Yes. Big guys on the line. Yep. uh Aggressive guys. They had good linebackers. They had good D-backs. They had, they had uh, skill players. Right. Quarterback was good, yeah, uh, and and Salem just didn't care. <laughs> well, we saw the defense, you know, step up against
3: E.C. Glass last, you know, a week ago. And so we really saw that come to place. But,
2: boy, Salem was like, eh, I, mm-mm. Yeah, Louisa County beating E.C. Glass kind of, everybody's like, oh, wait a minute, what well, do we got here? Right. But uh, Salem put that to rest last night. Quick. Yeah, we'll talk about that one a little bit later since I was at that game. Hey, Brookville stepped out on Heritage. Look at that. Yikes, 50 yeah, to 21. That
4: was wild. I, tell you I didn't expect that. And the lights yeah. went out. I know. I it saw that. those
2: games where the lights went yes. out. Yes. So, uh, Dave Roadtrip Anderson gave me some notes. I'll talk a little bit about that game. He was there, and Graham Whitaker was there shooting shots. and But, you know, just a lot of crazy stuff happening in that game. How about GW Danville uh, pounding Western Albemarle? We keep rolling. Western Albemarle was the number one team in the state for a good little bit. Yeah. Well, you know, we talked about it last week,
3: that GW started the season really kind of strange. Yeah, First two games had issues, and then all of a sudden they kick in. So they're yeah.
2: they're rolling, you know. Well, and then across the state, a few that blew my mind, really. Patrick Henry Ashland beating Denwitty. Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie's the number one. They were the number one team in the state. Yeah. This Patrick Henry Ashland team, though, you, you better watch them. I mean, they beat a good Varina team earlier this year. They – um they you know, they they gave uh um the Springers uh the uh what's the what's the uh oh shoot, what's the Richmond team, the Highland, um the Highland Highland Springs? Highland Springs Springers, yeah. There you go. Gosh, that was tough. It was hard to get they they uh <laughs> they they gave them all they wanted earlier and and you know they're up a, a few classes. So you gotta watch this Patrick Henry Ashland team. I mean, uh, they they won 35 to 20. Broadrun and Tuscarora both had real close calls.
4: Tuscarora there and Broad know.
2: Run. And Broad Run. <laughs> they they both had close calls, uh, yeah. but they moved on. And then I hate to say it, COVID claimed its first victory of the playoffs. Yeah. You know, our William Campbell uh team never got to suit up and play against Riverheads and Right. Uh you know, Riverheads is they're three deep into the playoffs and haven't played. They haven't played. You get a you get a first round bye. Then you get a COVID game.
3: Yeah. So here's a team that's just, you know, and to be honest, they're a very good team. Oh, yeah. You know, but how easy can we get this to just let them, you know, roll on through with a bye and a COVID game? And you want to talk about somebody who's going to be rested and ready. These guys are rested and ready right now.
2: As long as they're not rested and rusty. Exactly. Well...
3: You I don't think, be be rusty. I don't you know, think don't they'll be that? rusty. I
2: don't think that's going to happen. They're probably scrimmaging each other you every Friday it. night. You got it. That's probably the worst they could do. You know, they're probably killing, yeah, each, killing other. each other. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Captain Crunch here. It's week uh, week fifteen for us. Thirteenth of the of our crunch time high school uh, football coverage. We, you know, as always, we bring you high school football or high school sports coverage for the next. Uh, we'll bring it for the next few hours and some college. Man, big Division One college football news around here. Virginia yes. Tech Justin Fuente is out as head coach. Yep. Uh <laughs> yep. Coach yep. Randy called that. Uh, I mean talking about a
3: crystal ball. Yeah, I saw that coming from a mile away, didn't we? You yeah. know. This it look, something had to change. That was the thing. It, the fan base had started getting just weary of him. Uh they were not winning games, and I really think the breaking point was the Boston college game where they only had like 76 yards throwing. Yeah, and then yeah. I think that was the game. I think he got one extra game in the mix. Right. But when it was all said and done, I think that was the game that really sealed his fate. And now it's a matter of, you know, who's next. And yeah. I I think there's a list out there and, you know, we know what Babcock's looking for. We know that Witt is looking for someone with coaching experience, uh, and and it has to be big boy coaching. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's not just a small school, you move you up. No, the, he wants a big boy coaching So you're
2: experience. off the table, Coach? You're not? You, you know, know,
3: they talked to me. The money wasn't enough. So I'm, I'm not going to, you know, wow. I said, I need Jimmy Whitaker money. And they said, that's a lot of money, coach.
4: Here we go again. Start that again.
3: (laughs) Here we go again. It's on. (laughs) So, no, but I I really think. My money jingles,
4: coach. (laughs) I can tell you that.
3: (laughs) My money jingles. And, you know, but that's, I think they're looking at a few guys right now. And there's some names that are out there. I know a lot of people would love to see Shane Beamer. Yeah. But he's in a position right now. Timing is just wrong, completely wrong for Shane Beamer. Uh, Just starting down at South Carolina one year. Uh it's different if he was four or five years in down mm-hmm. there and then maybe uh trust me, there will come a day where Shane Beamer will be the head coach of Virginia Tech. There's no doubt in my mind. Mm. It's just not now.
4: Yeah. I'll yeah. put that alongside the k Spring Night, you yes. know, football championship. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm keeping a log.
3: Y'all might yeah, y- finally own yeah. skills, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
2: All right, so this morning we'll also uh, we'll be talking with Coach J.R. Edwards of Franklin County. Look at that. Coach Edwards, man, he's a great man, yeah. and, and that'll be fun. And then I've got uh, you know, some post-game comments from uh, Salem head coach Don Holter. We always love our Holter comments. Uh, he's straight to the point. Um, all right, so let me set the studio here. You've been hearing him talk. Due north of me, and I don't know if it's north or not, but I'm looking right at him, is Coach Randy Lefwich. And then Mr. B. Uncommon, to my right, I guess that'd be my east, <laughs> or the east mr Beyond yeah. Common, jimmy whitaker keeper of crunch mvp for great high school sports photos in roanoke lynchburg and new river valley uh crunch uh great to have you guys with me um today and then uh let me thank a few sponsors here and I'll, I'll thank uh sponsors throughout the show but haley toyota haley has it for less wow those guys uh they do so much for the community chuck baker's one of our favorites uh, and, uh, you know, he, uh, he, he just, he just does it all. Yeah. Um, and, and we're so thankful to have him here in, in the Valley. Uh, U.S. Cellular. Yes. Those guys, uh, what a great par- crunch partner. Um, if you want to pick up the printed crunch that's free, uh, you can get it at any, uh, U.S. Cellular store. Uh, and they've got them all. If you've missed a couple issues, you can get a back issue and. Uh, you know, some people collect them, which is kind of cool. They do, yeah. You know, the covers are pretty cool, and there's there's good information in there. Uh, so if you haven't seen one, pick one up um, at U.S. Cellular or at the Dogwood or at Haley Toyota or yeah. Salem Civic Center, um, Bellasinos. There's a lot of great places. Speaking of the Dogwood, man, uh, those guys yes. uh, really just do a fine job, and and they're also very invested in the community. Uh, A great place to eat. You need to get over there. And then Tater Benson of MKB Realty. Yeah. Um, Coach Benson, you know, he was a longtime uh, crunch coach. He was. uh, At Bottetot for a good while. So I got to talk to him every weekend there for a while. And just a great guy. Um, Really appreciate those guys' uh, um, support and crunch. All right. So let's circle the campfire here real quick. We'll just do this a little bit because we're going to get to the games uh, after a bit, but, uh, you know, our normal Saturday morning quarterback time, uh, spreading the love around our three crunch games, just so you know out there, last night where we were on the field live, uh, Lord Bata taught at Christiansburg, wow, mm. Brookville at Heritage, another good one, and Louisa County at Salem. Uh, Coach, just a quick, uh, what what what's the main thing that caught your attention last
3: night? You know, the main thing that caught my attention last night was Brookville. You yeah. know, Brookville has started to uh, pop out of the woodwork here a little bit. And, you know, here's a team that's lost three games this year, and they're starting to handle their business. And if you would have told me that uh, the Bees would have been in this position, I don't know if I would have believed it. Mm. Mm-hmm. So they're really starting to show me something here in Class 3. And, you know, there's a lot of good teams in
2: there. And I don't know if we were really anticipating that Brookville was going to be in the mix here. I'll tell you, Tayshaun Butler, yeah, little number 28. He's always around the ball, and he is a good-looking running back. And Drake McDaniel, their quarterback, gets it done. Yeah. So they got those two guys upright. Right. Uh, they're, they can be trouble. Yeah, no, I thought this was going to be a close
3: game last night, but they handled their business over yeah. Heritage last night. So good win for Brookville and, you know, SEC of uh, the area Uh-oh. around here. And <laughs> So what's that make
2: them? Are they like, uh, they're not quite Alabama,
3: right? No, I, maybe a Georgia. you okay. know, oh, could, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Right. wow. <laughs> we put them out the Georgia, but no, I'm really impressed with them right now. They're looking really good right now.
2: Okay. And Jim Bob, what, uh, Mr. Crunch MVP, what, uh, what, 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 well,
4: got, got uh, your just, gaze? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was one of the best football games I've seen this year. Wow. It really was very exciting. Which one? Uh, 28-27, Lord Botetuck-Christiansburg. And um, you know, it was the normal things that we ran into, people trying to get down Interstate eighty one. there were traffic yeah. issues, uh Lord Botetot didn't get there, the game didn't start to eight fifteen. Yikes. Um, but it was um it was definitely uh Joey Isaac's it, it was his night. Yeah. And, and and Mike and I had the most interesting thing uh prior to the game is we were getting out of the car, getting ready to go in, getting all our stuff on, and this husband and wife walked by and looked at us and said, hey, the game's not going to start till 8 or 8.15. So we were like, oh, thanks for telling us. Turns out it was Joey Isaac's mom and dad. How about okay. that? <laughs> nice. yeah, so we start go. talking with them, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're saying different things, and they, they, Carl, they asked for the interview that we did of Joey back earlier yeah. in the season. Uh, fortunately Mike had it, pulled it up, gave it to him and then went on to tell us that, you know, he normally wears number four. Okay. Last night he was wearing number one. How about that? I'm thinking he may never take number one off ever again. Wow. (laughs) And I'm sure you're going to tell us
2: what he did here a little bit later, but that's, that's a great call out. Uh, All right. So we've got a great show today highlighted by our U.S. Cellular Crunch hotline call with Franklin County head coach, J.R. Edwards. That's coming right up. Also on today's uh, show, our Haley Toyota Legends of the Game interview with former uh, William Fleming head coach who just passed away, Coach George Killer Miller. Uh, You won't want to miss that. Um, But you are listening to Crunch Time. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Heiner's bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low fat cholesterol free food made with hundred percent pure vegetable shortening, whether it's old fashioned loaf, 35 wheat or 35 white. And that 35 means only 35 calories a slice. Choose the great taste of a product from this region. Heiner's when you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local, think Heiner's since 1905
1: Heiner's bread. Hey, Ronald. Chuck Baker from Haley Toyota. It's our 18th annual Yes Member celebration. Yes, we have a great inventory of local trade-ins, certified Toyotas, and Haley preferred cars to fit just about any budget. Yes, new inventories are at an all-time low. However, we're not taking advantage of the shortage by using market adjustment stickers over MSRP. Come order yours now during our Yes Member event. Yes Member means saving thousands on your next new or used Toyota. And yes, Haley has it for less. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili
2: tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on CustardStand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you.
5: The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. a hey, round football players know a lot about building be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects. Whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up, Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you.
6: Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deery at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427 2001
1: Would you
7: like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price? I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama Mama D's Barbershop. Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same-day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6, and Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad, and you'll get a free Deluxe Shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop, off
6: Brampton. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor? A volunteer? Teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Jay Harlow financial advisor with the Merrius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. And I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive, Southwest Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC
2: friends Carl York here your crunch time host in addition to being passionate about local high school sports I'm also passionate about the good work boys and girls clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after-school programs focused on academic success good character citizenship and healthy lifestyles our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org.
8: Hey, Berman Clark here from Inaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more, give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris here to help with all your insurance
2: needs. When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. Thomas's English muffin fills the bill. Taste with a toasted crunch. Original, 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me? Pumpkin spice. Thomas's English muffins. Wake up to what's possible. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. This is the U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline we're on right now, and we've got Franklin County Coach J.R. Edwards. Coach Edwards, how you doing this morning? i'm doing great carl how are you i'm doing great man it's great to hear your voice hey um i probably i'll just tell everybody i've probably known jr maybe longer than any other current uh coach crunch coach right now we've known each other a long time and i've always been a big fan of his style and his talent on the sidelines um franklin county is is lucky to have him coach uh you played for and coached with some great coaches uh throughout your career I know it was uh, Coach uh, Jeff Heifel in high school at William Byrd. And then, correct me if I'm wrong, but at William & Mary, was Jimmy Laycock there? Was that your coach in college?
9: He was. He was uh, uh, all, all four years there. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely was uh, definitely was blessed with, uh, you know, some, some great mentors there, uh, uh, Coach Heifel and, uh, you know, and I uh, probably – Still communicate on 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 a very regular basis, and it's just one of those uh, lifetime relationship things that uh, are developed in our game. Absolutely. And then
2: you you coached at Hidden Valley, and then uh, you were an assistant we, with uh, Coach Magenauer at Salem. Is that right? Was he there when you were there at Salem?
9: He was. He was. I, I was. I was blessed enough as uh, my my uh, my two boys were were coming through high school, and we lived in Salem, and. Uh, you know, I was, uh, I, I realized, uh, uh, I, I had missed uh, my older son's about half his, half his JB games yeah. and I had to step down uh, and and take care of the, uh, the, the, the father, father duties first. And, uh, as, as I was blessed, uh, Steve gave me a call and, and I was able to, uh, really have a great experience coming over to Salem and, uh, boy, just, just, just learned a lot about, a, about a great, great system.
2: Yeah, can you share a few things that you picked up from some of these guys? Is there, like, one thing maybe that sticks out with you from Coach Heifel and maybe one from Coach Laycock and, and, and Coach Mag? Is there is there – I know they all had unique qualities when they coached, but is there one thing that sticks out in your mind with those guys?
9: Well, you know, uh, I I don't know that I can necessarily pick one. There, there, there's just so much um, – I heard somebody say one time, you know uh, it, 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 as you go on in coaching you gotta, you got to become a great thief um, and, and, and steal the ideas of, <laughs> of these guys that are, that are that are mentoring you and um you know I, I just um I, I think of uh, uh, coach Laycock and uh immediately the, the the first thing i i I think about is you know the structuring and the time periods in practice and yeah. having everything laid out and organized. Um, you know, I I, I that I really learned that while I was there. Uh, you know, Coach Heifel. I I always uh, I- immediately it's the um, um, you know everything is regimented, everything has a reason, everything is disciplined, and um, you know and, and and I think I I learned a lot about um, you know the the talent on the field and and it is not always equal. It never is um, in in some way, shape, or form. And um, when 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 you need to uh fall back on on you know what you do day in and day out and and uh you know if if the kids are disciplined um in, in doing their jobs and their assignments uh you know sometimes it can win you those those close games um and and of course uh coach mag you know it was just a absolute blessing learned learned a, a lot of things under him and and you know i i think sometimes it was the um um you know Coach Mag was a. Uh, if, if you ever talk to Coach Mag, it's just a uh, kind of uh, a very easygoing personality. Great, great person um, in, in, in his heart, in his mind, and in, in, in his football. And you know, sometimes he was the one that really got me to relax a little bit <laughs> and 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 think about things in a different way. And and it was just, and you know, I would kind of stand back and go, "Wow, he's right, 100 percent right." You know, so I, I think all these guys they. But you know they 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 just attribute to um, you know you, you being able to pick up things and bits and pieces and um, you know hopefully uh, uh, I I can give some, some bits and pieces to some of these younger guys someday.
2: Oh that that's great. Uh, you uh, let's talk about your team a little bit though. You had another very good year at Franklin County, uh, bowing out to a, a good Western Branch uh, team last week in a tight ball game in round one of the playoffs. What? what makes Franklin County such a good fit for you? And, 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 and then what makes it tough? I mean, you know, we've talked before how, how big and spread out it is, you know, uh, the, the kids are over that big County. I mean, what, what, why is it a good fit and then, and then what makes it tough?
9: Well, I, I, you know, I mean, first of all, it's just a, it's a great community. I'm, I'm definitely blessed, uh, uh, to be there, you know, and, and, uh, uh great great young men to work with um you know we we i i i kind of like the um um you know i i I don't know there's aspects of of what you know we are the biggest school on really on this side of the state and uh yet yet the the i feel like the you know the competition we're playing is is so strong you know we we're able to go out and um uh, give western branch a really good game a game we thought we should have won um and we weren't able to pull it through but uh you know and, and i think it was just the, the the area that that we're playing in that that really got us ready it, it, it says a lot for the quality of football um you know in in the valley and, and all around the valley uh mm-hmm. that 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 we play but you know just uh it, like i said it's a blessing to to, to be able to be in a, in a great community. Um, you know, it, it's kind of a place that I think, uh, we, we, um, we've been trying now for about seven years. I think, I think football is becoming more important. I think the the school's on the rise. I think the sports programs are on the rise. Um, you know, and, and I think the more we get that, that community involved in it, uh, the, the, the bigger it's going to get, you know, they, they, you, you always kind of hear the jokes about, uh, the 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 one horse town, there, there there's not a lot of places where it's just, you know, one high school. And then there can be a lot, a lot of positives to that. Absolutely. Um, you know, on the other, on the other side of that, I, I guess the, 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 tough thing is, you know, when you got a kid that might drive 20, 30 miles to get to school or practice uh, you run into a, a lot of issues that maybe some other places don't, don't deal with. And yeah. of course we can go into all those different issues with, you know far be it anything from not having uh uh having a tough time as as far as you know having the backyard games and and being able to grow up and always in the neighborhood football game and you because know, maybe we're so spread out and and rural um to transportation getting to practice and you know just a lot of dynamics that 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 come with such a big county, but you know that that's uh yeah. Don't want to get into the 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 crying about details because every single football coach and every single team deals with their own their own dynamics. So uh, it, it's really a blessing to be there.
3: Coach Edwards, it's Coach Leftwich. Good morning. Let me ask you: You've got several teams left in the playoffs that you've seen this year. Uh, I'm going to give you three of them right now. Can you go over them with me a little bit? Uh, let's start with LCA. What kind of team is LCA? Uh, from your standpoint
9: yeah it's uh, uh that, that that was uh heading to, heading to uh, you know it's a big experience first of all the, the the fact that they play at that big beautiful stadium at liberty and um we go down there and uh of course they they have a couple of pretty big recruits down there and yep. uh you know we head into that game and and gee it was a i believe a 56 uh maybe 26 game and um we we were able to, uh, you know, slug it out a little bit with them, but uh, eventually the, the the game just got away there. But uh, what a, what a great football team!
3: All right, how about the Salem Spartans?
9: Yeah, uh, you know, Salem is Salem. Uh, Salem is uh, I always throw one word out when I'm, I'm talking about them, and um, of course, people that talk to me, I, I I I date myself when I say things like I sound like a broken record. Kids don't even know what records are anymore, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, you know, uh, um, consistency. You know, Salem is just consistent. They're 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 gonna um, they they expect to be there this time of year. They've worked to be there this time of year, and they're gonna be there this time of year. And, and they just do what they do. You know, they they don't change it for anybody, and um, they they're just so sound and so consistent. Uh, just a great top-notch program.
3: And the last one on the list. How about the Cavaliers of Lord Balotai?
9: Yeah, Coach Harless. Uh, I saw it looked like they had a really great game last night. I'd, I'd really like to have seen that game. I, I bet that was a a, a, a physical uh, just just masterpiece. Um, Christiansburg had a, a great great uh, uh, physical year, and, and you know, but but Co- Coach uh, Harless and Bonnithard has really put put a great program together, and uh, that you know those guys come out and they make no bones about it. You're going to line up, and uh, you're you're going to play physical physical football. And uh, whether you like it or not, and uh, you know they're going to come off tackle, run at you hard. And and you know they the the, the greatest thing about it is they they have done the work to be able to do that. You know that that takes a lot of work in their off season, and and they just they, they do things right. So you know my hats off to them. they they, they play that style of football because they can. And, uh, you know,
3: just a, just a great program. Sure. And let me ask you, because, you know, I grew up here in the Valley and Franklin County is always one of those schools that you hear about. And, you know, one of the things you hear about are the number of kids that come out to play ball for you. And you always hear that big number. And it's not like, the, you know, some of the smaller schools. And I know, I know you said you didn't want to get into the details too much. But as a coach, what's it like having that many kids come out, and where do you start?
9: Well, you know, I and and I don't know, you know, we, I, I think a lot of times it's it's misconceived with the, you know, us being a six A status because if you look at our our actual numbers, you know, I've I've been there I guess seven years now, and really like like my magic number is is right at seventy kids. Um, you know, some of these teams w- that will go play, uh, you know, I remember a couple of the, the playoff games in the past year, they were walking to Thomas Dale, and you see uh, 100 kids on the team, and your, your jaw just kind of drops a little bit, and you, know, you think, my goodness, that, that that's a lot of young men to choose from. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, we, um, we, we keep it from 9 to 12. We keep it about uh, 70, seems to be our average. Um you know we we do fight i think some of the same battles that uh you know i i think any any rural school is going to deal with as far as you know a lot of times we'll get kids that um you know for for one reason or another they're they're in the program and then uh they're going to take a a year off maybe try something else or do something else and then we 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 come back to the program and kind of recycle through and you know those are the kind of things that that I try to attack and approach with them and really get them not to do it because that that missing that year is is, is very valuable, you know. But uh, uh, number-wise, we we really stay rated at at about 70, and, you know, our JV will probably be uh, 30 to 35 of that, Um, you know. But uh, uh, we we got to keep trying to get those numbers pumping through for sure.
4: Hey, Coach Edwards, uh, this is Jimmy Whitaker. I I normally ask a question that – you know, has something to do with food, but it lets our listeners uh, maybe get to know a little bit more about you. So are you ready for this food question?
9: Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure about this. Uh, I, I think question. you're ready, okay. Coach.
4: With uh, Thursday <laughs> being Thanksgiving, what, what would be your favorite side that you're going to really look forward to eating on Thursday when you sit down at, at the table?
9: Well, I'll tell you, uh, you know, we're, we're, our, kind of our tradition, uh, we 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 split it between the 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 two families. It's such a blessing. Uh, you know, uh, we'll 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 go to my wife's family probably on Thursday, and then we'll have a second uh, Thanksgiving on 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 Saturday with my family. Uh, but uh, you know, I I, I think just uh, for me, I'm 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 kind of a a plain Jane. The the kids will kind of complain about the pregame meal sometimes because it's so plain <laughs> that probably has a lot to do with 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 my taste but uh you know just uh i i, I think with me it's just that uh you know maybe even that, that 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 cold slice of turkey and and then uh following it up with uh maybe a good good hot piece of apple pie you know it's
4: it's
9: wow such a blessing to have and uh i just my taste buds are, are, are starting
4: to drool right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Coach, uh, thanks for that unusual question, and happy Thanksgiving uh, to you and your family coming up. Yeah,
9: thank you, guys, and then
2: happy Thanksgiving to you as well. All right, uh, you're listening to Franklin County Coach J.R. Edwards on the U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline. Coach, thanks again, and, and yes, happy Thanksgiving. We appreciate you, Coach.
9: Yeah, thank you guys for everything you do. Uh, great, great organization. You do so much for these young men. Thank you.
2: That was Coach Edwards. Awesome. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, he's a great guy.
9: Well, you know,
3: and that's, you know, when I asked that question, because growing up here in the Valley, you do hear, you know, you hear people that'll sit there and they'll say, man, Franklin County's got like 150 kids coming. But you got to yeah. remember, it's the only high school in the county. Right. So you've got to go somewhere to play ball and that's the high school that they, you know, go into. So you do hear about the large number of kids over Franklin County and
2: uh, I think it's, you know, it it's funny cuz it changes, you know, you sort of have a understanding of what you think it is, you know, and it it's changed over the years. It has. And then you're competing with so many other things yes. now. Right. Um, I mean we didn't have video games and no. you know we got dropped off at practice a lot of times. We didn't drive there that's and, it. you know stuff like that. Yeah. Um but um you know just uh, uh I I tell you you know it's, it's great to uh, it's great to hear him talk and he's he's a fine guy and I'm telling you if, you know when he said you know that's what he ate for Thanksgiving he's probably working out before the sure. meal no. and he's probably running afterwards cuz right. he's in good shape and uh, uh he, he just uh you know he he lives out the 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 way he thinks he should you know he should be and You he, got it. So, um, all right. So, uh, let me talk about a little bit about, uh, a few more of our sponsors, uh, dogwood restaurant. Yes. Guys, um, you know, Jimmy's got a chair there with his name on it, I think, but <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it is, I, I can't stress enough. We talk about it every week, but uh, the food is fantastic there. If I want a good burger in town, I'm going there. That's right. where I'm going. Uh, you know, Keith or Jamie on the grill or whoever back there. I mean, it's fun to watch them cook it. You can set it to bar. Their fried chicken is fantastic. Uh, they got taco salads, salmon cakes. I mean, they just about have everything. And listen to their sides. I always, I think this is interesting. This sounds like, you know, my mom's back there cooking. You know, you got the mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, green beans, pinto beans, macaroni salad, potato salad, cabbage, pickled beets, turnip greens, turnip greens, man. Not greens, not, green. greens, not, not the greens. I'm telling you. Uh, you know, it's it's just a great place to go. And, um, you know, you can go to these you know some of these chains that you can, you know, right. go anywhere. The, sure. This is a unique place. You need to get over there and have a meal.
4: Yeah. Hey Carl, I, I tried something for the Uh-oh. first time that, <laughs> that that I'd never had. And uh, really, one of the, yeah, one of the waitresses looked at me and she said, um, "Would you try this if I bring a little bit?" And I said, Uh-oh.
2: "Sure." <laughs> so uh,
4: she brought me a small bowl of. Brown beans or pinto beans, as you refer to. You
2: them. have those all the time. I know I do, but on, she put something
4: it. in it. uh Oh, and no. I was like, a little brown, brown sugar? No, but okay, that's not a bad, idea. <laughs> not a bad <laughs> idea. We might get into baked beans if we exactly. start doing that, Coach. But she put two uh, pats of butter in the beans, and I looked at her and I said, I don't. Why would you put butter in those beans? And and she said, just taste it. Yeah, and it was interesting when i tasted it with that butter it right. was Ooh. a it was just a smooth nice taste sure. and i was like wow so i mean that was something i'd never had before
3: well see since we're in the food corner here yeah. uh what i'll do now you i'll take the cornbread yeah, and my geez. cornbread has to be really buttered
4: and then you put that in and then put it in your beans and now, then now i d- i do the cornbread and beans but i went just butter this time just so okay. i could get the true flavor that she was referring to and
2: man it was good i'm, I'm losing a- control of the show <laughs> yeah. here I'm it's a, into a show. <laughs> <laughs> all right so um great show today i'm going to talk about uh, before we go to break i'm going to talk a little bit about salem uh, salem civic center and what we've got going on over there but uh, coming up though i just want to remind uh listeners you know we've got the five things you need to know about high school football this week the grade eight poll we've got the legendary uh, interview with uh, george killer miller uh, we got the Jimmy thing. But let's talk a little bit about what's going on over at the, over at the Salem Civic Center. Uh, Coach, today, and Jimmy, uh, today we got Virginia High School League Volleyball Championships. Look at that. How about yeah. that? 1A, 2A, and 3A. And we've got Glenver, Rustburg, and Auburn girls are all in the final. Okay. So those are all three crunch teams. That's awesome. Um, I think uh, Glenver's got Central Woodstock at 215. Um if I'm right, Auburn's got Riverheads at noon. Okay. And then Rustburg's got Tab at 430. So uh, if you like great high school sports, you got to get over and and support the girls over there. And I will say that, you know, Rustburg and and Hidden Valley had a row down this week Mm. uh, to see who got there. We knew that was going to be a great uh, volleyball match. Jimmy was over there taking photos. um, And it came down to the wire. It went five games, right, Jimmy? Yes, sir. Yep. Yep. so that's going on over at the Salem Civic Center today. December 3rd, we've got the Roanoke Symphony Orchestra, uh, which is a Friday. On uh, We've got Kansas coming up December 16th. That's been rescheduled from last spring. Love Kansas. Great music. And then the Stampede Championship Rodeo, January 7th, 8th, and 9th. I like it. Man, I'm telling you, you know, I, I love the rodeo, but, man, I, I get a kick out of the rodeo clowns. Yes. I mean, who who's going to oh, climb yeah. in a barrel? Who's going to irritate the bull? Then right. climb into a barrel and let him, you know. I know. Throw you around. Yeah, throw you all over the place. Right. I mean, sometimes That's the show you feel like you're in a barrel <laughs> with you guys. But. <laughs> really? <laughs> barrel of monkeys. That's yeah, right. Know. That's right. All right. Great show today so far. Uh, stay with us. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Heiner's bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's bread. Heiner's bread.
1: Hey, Ronald. Chuck Baker from Haley Toyota. It's our 18th annual Yes Member celebration. Yes, we have a great inventory of local trade-ins, certified Toyotas, and Haley preferred cars to fit just about any budget. Yes, new inventories are at an all-time low. However, we're not taking advantage of the shortage by using market adjustment stickers over MSRP. Come order yours now during our Yes Member event. Yes Member means saving thousands on your next new or used Toyota. And yes, Haley has it for less.
2: Hi friends, Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org.
8: Hey, Berman Clark here from Inares. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more, give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at munarisbenefits.com. Munaris here to help with all your insurance needs.
2: Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on
11: custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Stuart Barnes, a private wealth advisor with Amerius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. And I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive Southwest, Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member
5: FINRA and SIPC.
6: Do, 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 do,
7: Would you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price? I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18 foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 tuesday wednesday thursday until six and saturday until three mention crunch or this ad and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo see you soon at mama d's barbershop off ramson
2: Heiner's bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's bread back to Crunch Time, everybody. Man, we're having a great show, uh, having a lot of fun. All right, so we want to get into some of the games, but let's talk about, uh, let's start with the scores, and we'll pitch it to Jimmy. Jimmy, give us the scores.
4: All right, here we go. So, Lord Botat 28, Christiansburg, 27, Liberty Christian Academy, 48, Broadway, 0, Salem, 55, Louisa County, 7, Atlantic Shores Christian 36, North Cross 26, so that was for the state championship. Uh, Riverheads forfeit over William Campbell. Perry McClure 14, Giles 6. Holston 42, Grundy 8. Appomattox County 56, Radford 28. Glenver 38, Martinsville 0. Brookville 50, Heritage 21. Abingdon 42, Bassett 34. Mountain View, 42, Patrick Henry, 12, Galax, 35, and George with 17. And then from last Saturday's game, North Cross, 55, Nansmith, Suffolk, 14. And there's your scores.
2: Oh, great job. All right, so let's talk about a few of these games, guys, that we witnessed. Um, Coach, uh, what what game caught you? What game do you want to talk about?
3: Well, you know, the one game that, and it was – and I know it was Jimmy's game, and it was the biggest game last night that really that was one here in town that I think a lot of people were looking at because she kind of felt like, look, Salem with Louisa County, you kind of felt like Salem would handle their business. LCA, uh, they were playing Broadway, otherwise known as No Way. Oh, and uh, Watch it now. Watch it now. And uh, so, you know, you kind of felt like that. But I think that really the eye was on this uh, LB game with Christiansburg because these were two teams that Christiansburg's having a great season. LB started a little slow at the beginning, but got things, you know, situated here at the end. They're starting to look good. And we, you know, uh, I spoke with Travis Wells yesterday. And Travis, first thing Travis made reference to was that, you know, and you and I've talked about this and Jimmy and I've talked about this, where they've – They've kind of settled down on who's the quarterback and who's the running back, right, right. and it really looks like it has shaped this team to where LB is starting to do good things with this package. And I and I like the way they're doing this. And but this got this got really interesting last night because we went every you know we went through everything from an onside kick and Jimmy, go over that with me a little bit at the end of the ball game. There's an onside kick, it deflects off of. One of the Botetot players, right. Christiansburg gets the ball, but it takes the officials like five minutes.
4: It did. To yeah.
3: call this. Why was there such a delay in
4: this? I think they were questioning whether it went the 10 yards, is what they were saying. Hmm. Okay. Before it actually hit a hit player. Somebody. Okay. And of course, uh, Christiansburg was saying, yes, it did go 10 yards. <laughs> yes. And Botetot. And Jamie Harless was saying, no, it didn't. But, yeah, they spent quite a bit of time there. And, of course, ultimately, um, it was Christiansburg ball. Yeah, it was Christiansburg yeah. ball. Christiansburg, uh, you know, and then they— and, and speaking of on-sides, there was an onside at the beginning of the game, which right. we wondered if it was one of those like what you talked about last week with Salem, whether it was intended. Because oh, yeah. it yeah. was just a funny—it almost looked like he missed the ball when he kicked. Right. But— It was – they recovered it for an onside kick. Who who recovered it? Who did it? Christiansburg did, but I don't remember the player. Right.
3: No, sometimes, you know, you don't have those coaches. They'll say, we we had an accidental onside kick. And it's – like you said, it's just the kicker getting his foot wrong on the ball or, you know, connecting just funny with the ball, and it goes 10 yards instead of 50 yards down the field. So – but, no, and also – there was a decision there in the game at the end of this ball game where it was 27, 28, there was an offside penalty on Lord bought takes the ball down to the one yard line for the extra point. Christiansburg decides to go for two. Was that
4: well, and in the interview afterwards, um, we asked the coach and, um, It was interesting because I sort of walked up on an interview that was going on. Right. Thought I heard something, but instead of assuming I thought I heard it, I turned around and asked the coach.
11: Coach Wilkins. That's correct, Coach
4: Wilkins with Christiansburg. And, um, you know, he basically said that they were down there. They could have went for the extra point to tie it. Right. But he said he had a meeting, you know, on a timeout with the seniors. And he looked at them and the senior said, we want to go for the win. Look and at that. he said, you know what? He said, that's what we did. And so, and I'll be honest with you. And I mean, I even said this to the coach. I was in the end zone. Um, and And, you know, from where I was... I couldn't quite tell. Sure. However, the Lions judge over on the other side, which I will comment they were part of Christiansburg line job. Right. Lions judge. You know, he said that the, the ball clearly cleared the plane. Really? That's what he said. But the official came over after much debate, you know, yeah. he said no, they were stopped. So Wow. And, and so yeah. you would you would think that was it. But, I mean, right. they still had life. Christiansburg did, which, yeah. was, which was amazing.
3: Yeah, but, no, yeah. it just, I don't know what it was about the officials last night. And, look, I know that you want to get it right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they took some time last night yeah. on trying to get this right. And I think it just, you know, it angered people. I know as a, you know, sitting there watching this game and you're watching these officials take five, three, you know, you're just sitting there going, just make the call. Yeah. I know you want to get it right, but how far are you going to take this before you make that call? And, you know, that onside kick, when they go over and start talking to Coach Harless, you're sitting there going, okay, now, now you've you waited four minutes in the middle of the field. Now you got to go talk to the coach. Yeah. You could hear the fans and everything going. Just make the call. We know, you know.
2: You know, it's kind of a two. Yeah, because it is. we have watched games where they made it really quick, and you're like, "Oh, you got to talk about it." <laughs> right. You can, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. You made it too quick. You know. Right. Uh, so you know that's a that's a tough thing to do, but it does. The interesting thing about that in, in high school football, especially, and I guess in any football, when you slow the momentum of the team that got the ball, the ball. Yes. It changes the game a little bit sure so i'm not saying it would have changed the outcome but you know if christiansburg did get the ball on right. the onside kick and they could have lined up with all that energy sure but having to wait four or five minutes and debate it and you know it, it may have affected it a little bit but yeah,
4: and, you know it's part of the and game to, and to say it was the 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 chain crew it was the chain crew that was you know he said he was on the line right he saw the ball past the plane but but I also say the ref was on the line. He had that same look. Yeah. So,
2: so not the line judge. You're the, talking correct.
4: about correct. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was the chain game, which is oh, well, you know which the is Christiansburg chain. Gang. Yeah,
2: yeah
3: yeah, well,
4: yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. That's a okay. parent maybe. But, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. May have been his yeah.
3: But no, you know, one of the things with Christiansburg that got me last night was at the end of that ball game, especially in the fourth quarter, Christiansburg got to the point where they were they were running past the defense with some you know, good passes, and they would throw down the field. But it looked like, and I know there was a minute and 30 left on the clock, mm-hmm. but it looked like they were rushing. They were just trying to get that ball in. And when the young man, you know, laddled it back to the running back and it went off his hands, yeah. it it looked like they were just trying to, you know, trying to score. Mm. Uh, and, again, it look, it's Monday morning quarterback. It, sure. It's one yeah. of these things that we can, you know, say 15 different things they should have done. But,
4: uh, no. Well, that scenario, Coach, um, uh, Dalton Oxley is the person that, you know, sort of stripped the ball. Right. And we all can guess who the guy was that recovered the fumble.
2: Joey Isaacs. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So,
4: I mean, Joey was number one. Joey was everywhere. And Joey got the, you know, fumble recovered. But, you know, that that pitch back. Right. um, The other thing that was strange, it, it was really cold. And I okay. mean, you know, that, that pitch back came back and sure. I mean, you know, I don't know how his hand, but I mean, it was cold. So, yeah. I mean, I know the weather played conditions to it, but, but man, it was, it was something to think that Christiansburg had a chance because I really thought when they got stopped right. and it would, the score twenty eight twenty seven. 28, 27, I, I didn't think they had an opportunity, but it was amazing how they responded in that short amount of time, right? And, you know, and, and of course, uh, It it says a lot that, you know, the coach looks and lets the guys that have played since they were in the third grade together, they've worked out, they're a family, you know, they they made a decision, and I thought that was really cool that they they made that.
3: And they had two timeouts at the end of the game. Hmm. So they could have easily said, hey, timeout, we got a minute 30 to go, let's talk about this, but, but no, they rushed to that line, they... They played that play, and next thing you know, Isaac has the ball, and it's it's yeah. a Lord Botetite well, win. again,
2: I mean, sometimes, you know, you're trying to keep the defense off balance. Yes. You take a timeout, they get a timeout too. Sure. They get to settle down and get lined right. up right. So, again, it, it can go either way. But just to back up, just to clear things. So the game was 28-27 to 27 in Botetite's favor after Christiansburg didn't get the two-pointer. Correct. He tried right. to win it. Yes. Yep. Then – Christiansburg kicked an onside kick, yes. got it after yep, a long debate. Right, they threw a pass down to the goal line. Yeah, correct. They had a chance to score to win it. Yes, and a pitch it, got loose. It got
4: loose. It was yeah, a fall Tanner ball. Evans hit Travis Altizer okay. on a, and I mean that yeah. was that was beautiful. Yeah, and and Tanner Evans, I mean that guy, he's he's, tough. he's something. I mean, and I I said to him after the game, I mean I. Hated that they lost, but I'm telling you, he he hit some guys from Bottata when he was running the ball, and I mean he's he's a great player, so he's going to be yeah. something to watch.
2: Who made the tackle on Altizer right at the goal line? Who kept him out of the end zone? Do you remember?
4: I do not. Um, so
2: those are the guys in the game that you know we don't talk enough sure. about. There's a guy usually in the game that makes a hustle player, makes yes. a saving tackle. We forget about him right away. Then they don't get in. Then nobody goes back and says. If the kid doesn't get him on the ground,
4: right? Hey, I can tell you this: I don't remember it, but I have a picture of it. I mean, I I know I got a picture of it, but I don't remember who. Are you who pitching it was. your sight again? Yeah, that, that's what he's doing. Well, I'm way just way telling the, you: I was in the end zone when they made that 43-yard pass. Yeah, are caught it, and I I I got the photo as he came down. So I mean, I saw. You're not going to
2: say thing. it's Joey Isaacs?
4: Well, I can't. I can, yeah. But it, if I was. About to pick it, maybe yeah, Joey. Yeah. So
3: now, who do we have Bottasod playing next?
2: Bottasod plays Abing.
3: Abing, okay. And who does LCA get?
2: LCA plays Brookville. 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 Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
3: So you know yeah. we're still on that. We're on that course. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if my crystal ball is still
4: out there. Okay. If it'll work, but but the, a couple things I'll add, which. Um, You know, there was someone who didn't play last night for Lord Bottetot that was, uh, you know, a mountain of a man that wasn't out on the field. It was Gunnar Givens. Okay. And Gunnar, you know, I think he's, you know, he's fine. I think he had a little issue with the leg, nothing that, you know, I saw him. Sure. He seemed to be walking and doing fine, but he did not have his pads, and he did not play. So um, for Lord Bottetot, to step up the way they did without okay. a Division I Virginia Tech, you know, recruit yeah. not being able to play, Good uh, says a lot for them. But, yes. um, you know, you you can't say enough about, um, you know, Joey Isaacs. And it just was an unbelievable night he had. And then, you know, another, another stat which sort of, you know, throws people off um, just a little bit because it's not something they normally talk about. But uh Jakari, nicely. Uh, he had he went six for six passing. Yeah, and he threw a TD. So you don't hear Lord Bata often, and and the word passing. Because what well, was the
3: last game they they didn't they had throw no the passing. Yeah, yeah, they ran yeah. everything. So yeah. nice.
4: So nice. yeah, pretty wild. But but you know, uh, the the third quarter was where you know it was just a a blur. Joey Isaac went eighty seven yards on a kickoff return. And I mean, that sort of set the stage. I mean, he was just like, but I mean, he, and I don't mean to keep talking about him, but you know, he did, he did, you know, have a kickoff return. Um, He had two interceptions, fumble recovery. I mean, a lot of these were just crucial plays. And then one of his touchdown catches, um, if you look at it, you can't tell whether Tanner Evans had the ball or he had the ball. But when they hit the ground and came up, Joey Isaac had the had ball off, but yeah. So, about them. But it's an amazing game and, and you know, it was tough to see um Christiansburg, you know, get as far as they did and, you know, and have this loss. But I don't think they have anything to hang their heads about. No. Great great team, great bunch of kids, great coach. And uh, you know, Coach Harless spoke about, you know, what a great team they were, which is always nice to see a coach do.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right, so let me talk quickly about a few other games. We we talked to you know a bunch about that game, and that when I mean, we needed to, that was a good game. Brookville at Heritage. Um, just some notes from Dave Anderson over there, Dave Road Trip Anderson. You know, at one point the lights went out at City Stadium. I know. Um, you know, it was kind of a flurry. So that you know, before the end of the first half, the bees got held down near the gold line by Heritage. Okay, then they turned around and got a safety on Heritage when the quarterback got pushed back into the end zone, and he threw it out of bounds. And because he didn't throw it to anybody and he was in the end zone, they gave him a safety. safety. Brad wow. Bradley went ballistic. Oh, I'm sure. He got really upset. Um, so then there was a penalty. And so after a safety, you kick it back to him. They kicked it back after the penalty, and uh, Brookville had a short field. They scored. So it was like this. And then they scored again with 16 seconds left on a big uh, run, and then a follow-up run uh, right before half. With you know, again right before uh, the break. So you know what could have been a 14 to seven game at half ended up being uh, you know 30 to seven. Right. That's the game. Yeah. So that's how that's how it happens in high school football. Sometimes these are close teams. Right. And when that flurry happened. The Bees took advantage of it.
3: Well, you know, with the Bees right now, and you take a look at them, and, you know, they had the loss to glass at the end of October. And then Rustburg was like a 7-0 game. And then all of a sudden with the Rockbridge County, they won the Rockbridge County game like 57-12. to I'll be honest with you. I don't know if you know which team's going to show up from week to week. I, 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 I don't know. This is a team that you feel like, okay, if defense wants to step up, defense is going to step up. You're going to have a defensive battle this week. If offense is going to start clicking, offense is going to start clicking. You you just don't know the identity of the bees, which makes them really dangerous. Yeah, because you don't know what to prepare for when they when they come in. Jimmy laughs at that. because There's
4: like, a lot of dangerous teams yeah, out there. I like I like the analogy <laughs> that, about the bees. Yeah, no, the they're
3: re, and... they're really dangerous here. But you're. <laughs> now you get Liberty Christian and you want to talk about a good game and the, you know, and this is a seminal game. There's no way of getting around it. The of Virginia high the school football. of Virginia high school okay. football. You know, but this is, you are literally getting Alabama, Georgia. That, that's how you look at it right now. Nothing against EC Glass, nothing against, you know, the other guys here, but you are, you're getting this year. This is Alabama, Georgia. And it all comes down to this. And guess what? The you know, but don't, don't make this your state championship. You got to be careful. Got to be careful. Yeah. Do not make this your state championship because you still have games to come with somebody else. And that may be Lord Bonitai.
2: Yeah.
3: So that's, that's the thing. But, no, I really think all eyes, you know, just like they were on Lord Bonitai Christiansburg last night, all eyes will be down in Lynchburg next week.
2: Hey, I'll just say Lord Bonitai going to have their hands full with Abingdon. Yes. Abington only lost one game, and that was to Christiansburg. So yeah. you're talking about a pool of teams that's pretty even. Exactly. So that's going to be a tough game. All right. Um, so, and then Patrick Henry Mountain View. That was a, what, a 14 or 13 12 game or 14 13 game, something early in yeah. ha- the half.
3: Yeah. PH started this game really well. Yeah. And then it just looked like the Wills came off. Got away from it them. It got away from them. And next thing you know, but look. If you'd have told me Patrick Henry would have been in this position at the end of the year again, I probably would have said, nope, not happening. This turned out to be a really good team. Yeah. And they've got some players that, you know, just the Webb kid alone. We're going to see Chuck Webb for how many more years? You know, he's a a sophomore. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So we've got a couple more years with Webb here. This young man. Well, Tayshaun Webb will be back next year too. Correct. Yeah. No, this young man could easily be a D1 prospect in my mind.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um all right. So let me talk about Salem and Louisa County a little bit. So how many one play drives have you seen in a game? With Salem? Yeah. A lot. <laughs> I mean That's what Salem does. So so Salem went after the lines from the jump, but yeah. fullback Cam Lefwich, the very first play, came right up the middle, 87 yard for a touchdown. Right. 87 yards. So, you know, he got some help blocking downfield. But he, he's he got some wheels on him. He does. I mean, there wasn't anybody running him down from behind. Right. Uh, so, you know, he scored. And then the next time Salem gets the ball, after uh, Louisa goes for it on fourth down, because they feel like they're already behind the eight ball, they don't get it. The first, the, the first play after that, Deron Wilson hits Chauncey Logan on a 37-yard touchdown over the middle. Sure.
4: Yeah. Two plays.
2: Two plays, two, two touchdowns. Scores. Yeah. Um, and then... You know, when Salem gets it the next time they have a traditional drive, they score after about five or six plays. Oh,
4: man, what's up
2: with that? But then the fourth series, <laughs> I know. it was a one-play score again. Oh, my gosh. Right. So that's the kind of night that Salem had, and that's the kind of night that Louisa County suffered through mm. because Salem was on. And, I mean, their defense stuffed that, that, that single wing that they run. Um, linebackers played really well. Noah Collins, uh, Jalen Allen, and Nate McClure and those guys – uh, really stood up. They they shut that run game down. Defensive line was stout with Stacey Williams and Cam Martindale and those guys. D-back's not a problem. Chase Greer and Chauncey Logan both had an interception. So it was just, it was a lot of Salem yes. doing a lot of the
3: right things. Well, you know, Lefwich had 185 yards on 12 carries last night, and Barlow had 12 carries for 100 yards. So yeah, Barlow looked really good. He did, 285 yards mm-hmm. off of 24 <laughs> carries. That's a that's a chunk of yardage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and our buddy Justin Dittmore, you know, he has a line when he's calling a ball game. You know, there's nothing but green green grass and glory in front of you. Yeah. And at Salem, when, like you said, on those one-play drives, it, it's
2: green grass and glory all the way. Well, it's actually green astroturf, but we'll go with that. Well, well, no,
3: it's grass. We'll oh, say it's grass. Okay. You know, but no, it's, you know, but that right there is something that, and, you know, it'll knock a team out early. Yeah. Because if you start doing one-play drives, and, you know, it's so funny because you'll watch a team, they'll score, and then the next play, you'll get that kickoff for that one play, and that team's like, wow, we just, we're right back to where we were. That's right. And But Salem, you know, they, they put the pedal down last night and literally on all sides of the field and took care of business. And uh, we watched EC Glass. EC Glass, you know, Louisa County took it to EC Glass.
2: Yep. But, boy, they weren't going to take it to Salem. Well, we got Coach Holter with some comments. So, if Coach can uh, cue up that, we're going to listen to Coach Holter after the game.
12: So, great win tonight, man. That was a good team. Yeah, it's a good team. We played well tonight, but we haven't played our best
2: game yet. Talk about your offensive line. I mean, they really – it almost looked like Louisa was – Worried about the outsides. They weren't really Didn't look like they had a middle linebacker in the middle. But, man, you got Cam really exposed them. You really exposed them. Well, our offensive staff does an
12: outstanding job. You know, and those old offensive linemen just keep growing up day by day, week by week. And, you know, they took huge steps forward tonight, you know. And, and you, you know, tell them all week, you know, those guys don't get enough credit. You know, Cam before tonight, the fullback and the two-back offense, he rushed for 1,107 yards. But a lot of those yards, they're cams, but they're also the offensive lines. That's a team effort, you know, so outstanding. So I'm, I'm proud of the progress you're making, but we still
2: got ways to go. How about Chauncey Logan? I mean, your, your senior leader, I mean, he just makes plays. That's what he's supposed to do. You know, that's why Chauncey,
12: um, he, he don't surprise me any of the things he does because I see him prepare and the work that he does in the weight room and the, the tireless hours that he spends on the, on the field catching balls and running sprints and all those things you know that, that's the fruition of, of your
2: work. He, he seems like a coach on the field too he's one of those guys that seems like he, he gets it, he gets it out there he, he really studies the field Well you know he's
12: a four-year starter he's played a lot of football games in the Maroon and silver so um, he, he understands what we want to get done and
2: you know he, he's, uh, he's grown a lot as well. Last last thing, so say a little bit of something about Louisa County. I know you studied them on film. I know you respected them coming in. Absolutely.
12: That's a good football team. They're well coached. Their community's similar to ours. You know, they have one middle school, one high school, and their community loves football too. And um, Their coaching staff and their players, class act, and they, they work hard at it. That's a good football team. We will get better tonight. Great win.
2: I tell you, I, I, you know, you, you love Coach Holter talking about it. <laughs> he, <laughs> We haven't peaked yet.
3: <laughs> we have not played our best ball yet. What? Wow. That is an awesome comment. Uh, Tim Kelly uh, on uh, Facebook said the mailman Leftwich delivers six points at a time. <laughs> I like great. that. You know, so that needs to be his new nickname out there. And you know, look this this was a good Louisa County team. Yeah, we knew the team that was coming in. Uh, we knew what they had already done this year. This this was not a team to be taken lightly. Salem made a statement last night that that's what you're getting with Salem. And just like we heard coach Edwards earlier in the show, you know, what you're getting, they're consistent. Yep. They, they know the system. They play the system. The mules are there every single week. I had somebody a couple of weeks ago ask me, you know, tell me about Salem. And I said, Salem is a team that has no stars on it. We'll talk about certain players granted, but they're not known as stars. Because they're a team. And that's how I like, that's why I really like what Holter, Magenbauer, White, all these coaches, when you talk about Salem, they embody the word team. Mm-hmm. There's no way of getting around it. And I'm talking, trust me, you talk to somebody in Salem, they love the mules more than they do the quarterbacks and the oh, yeah. running backs because the mules make that team. Yeah, And it, it's, I'm always you know, pleased to see Salem in this position, cause they're they're you know that's tidal town, buddy. Oh, absolutely. They're used to it. So,
2: yeah. All right. So we're gonna take a uh, a break here, and then uh, when we come back, we're gonna do Coach Miller, um, our homage to him, the interview there, and then we're gonna get into the grade eight uh, debate and uh, the Jimmy thing and the five things you need to know about football and all that. So stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Heiner's bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's bread.
1: Hey, Ronald, Chuck Baker from Haley Toyota. It's our 18th annual Yes! Member celebration. Yes, we have a great inventory of local trade-ins, certified Toyotas, and Haley preferred cars to fit just about any budget. Yes, new inventories are at an all-time low. However, we're not taking advantage of the shortage by using market adjustment stickers over MSRP. Come order yours now during our Yes! Member event. Yes! Member means saving thousands on your next new or used Toyota. And yes, Haley has it for less.
2: Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on CustardStand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you.
5: The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A Ronde, football players know a lot about building... At to the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate Walt Deary at Pittman Construction knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you.
6: Call Walt or his dad Bud Deary at Pittman Construction at 427 2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427 <laughs> 2001.
7: Would you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price? I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama Mama D's barber shop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make a appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same-day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6, and Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad, and you'll get a free Deluxe Shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop, off Brampton.
11: What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer? teach your grandkids to fish. Hi, I'm Stuart Barnes, a private wealth advisor with Emerius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. And I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive Southwest, Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC.
2: Hi, friends. Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org.
8: Hey, Berman Clark here from Inares. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more, give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at munarisbenefits.com. Munaris here to help with all your insurance needs.
2: All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. Having a great show, having a lot of fun. Uh, we love the playoffs. The only thing I don't like about the playoffs is, you know, teams start to uh, end their seasons. Yeah. Start to filter um, out a little bit oh, here. Oh, yeah. You know. I mean, you know, we loved following Christiansburg, and we love following some of these teams that, uh, you know, William Campbell and and uh, Heritage and all these guys. I mean, E.C. Glass, and I can go on and on. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to let them go, but we're so glad – Uh, you know, that we have teams that are moving on.
11: Well,
3: and that's the thing. We are extremely well represented right now from this area. And that's the one thing that we always want to see each year. Uh, We still got Salem going. We've got GW going. We've got Botetot. We've got LCA. We've got Brookville. We've got Glenver, uh, Perry McClure. Galax. Galax. You know, we've still got a bunch of teams that are in this mix that uh, can definitely bring Some state titles in this area. So,
2: was that going down there with the in four years? Cave Spring is yes. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So uh, we got to get to this. I love this. Uh, And and uh, this is our Haley has it for less. Haley Toyota. Crunch Time Legends of the Game. We're going to do George Killa Miller. William Fleming's great coach from back in the nineties. Just passed away this week. We are going to miss that man. Um, He's a he's a great coach. So let's listen to Coach Miller. Today I'm here with legendary coach George Killer Miller love that where did you get that nickname
9: from
0: well that was my brother's name really and i was little killer so when those big friends used to come over to the house they used to call me little killer and kind of stuck with me because all the guys with uh all my friends kind of picked it up and uh it just stuck and then when i became a high school player i tried to be as good as my brother so in essence i had to do what i had to do man to try to maintain that name so i used to try to knock people's helmets off oh wow knock the shoes off <laughs> so how much older was your brother Brother. 10 years older than I was. Wow. But I I was playing satellite when he was playing uh, varsity high school ball.
2: So. Oh, okay. So you guys, so you were little, but you guys were playing ball at the same time. Yeah, but, but you I were. could
0: go and see him play when I was a little guy.
2: Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Now, so where were you born and raised? Where were In you North born? Oak. Roanoke,
0: okay. Roanoke. Where where were you raised? Right here in Roanoke? Right here in Roanoke in northeast. Okay. And then moved from northeast to northwest. Was there a neighborhood that kind of you you grew up in in northeast or northwest? Well, uh, northeast was basically northeast. We all lived in one neighborhood, man. Houses were side by side, and um, you know, basically where the civic center. T- I got you. Uh, was the northeast uh, neighborhood. And then they came through there with all the construction and stuff and revitalization and all that good stuff, and everybody had to move. Mm. So some people moved to Southwest. Some people moved to Lincoln Terrace, which was brand new. And the people that could afford it moved to rugby, a rugby neighborhood. And um, I had an uncle that lived in rugby uh, by himself. And um, he was a pretty popular man, so... uh, he was one of the first foremans in the wheel shop, Norfolk and Western, so he invited us to come and move in with him because he lived in a big old house by himself. So we were fortunate enough to be able to move to rugby uh, with my uncle. Dang, that's awesome. Now, okay, so tell me about your high school. You played... Uh, you, you Football, went to...
2: Football, wrestling, and track. Okay, but you went to Fleming, right? Right. Yeah, what sports did you play? Football, wrestling, and
0: track. Okay. I wanted to go to Addison like my uh, brothers and sisters, but if you lived in a rugby neighborhood past 12th Street, you had to go to uh, Fleming. And plus, I went to Monroe, too. So, uh, you know, most of the kids from Monroe went on to Fleming. So... Was Monroe know, the elementary school or no, the middle it was, school? it was the middle school. Middle school. Some of my friends actually went to Melrose, which was two blocks from my house. But... I didn't really want to go to Melrose. When they first started the plan, I really didn't want to go to Melrose, so I stayed at Loudoun for the next two years, fifth and sixth grade, and went on up to uh, Monroe when I was uh, in the seventh grade. So, oh, so you, could you choose which one you wanted to go to? or I could have because that's when they started the integration plan, and they didn't make us go to gotcha. the predominantly white schools. But well, some good friendships because, see, I was in the band, too. Really? Yeah, well, I started in the band when I was in the fourth grade. My pop told me if I ever got out the band, I couldn't play any sports. So I said to, I had to stay in the band. And when I went to college, I planned to major in music. But um, the football coach told us that football players don't, don't go to the band room. And I asked him why. He said they had too many he she's, and I didn't even know what he was talking about. <laughs> but um, I later found out. What instrument did you play? I played all instruments because my dad was a drummer, and my mom was a piano teacher. So I played all instruments, brass instruments, uh, woodwind instruments. I started off on woodwind. started off on clarinet. I was the only boy clarinet player, but I moved up to the advanced band and then when I told my pop I was the only boy clarinet player, didn't want to play it anymore, he asked me what I wanted to play, I told him saxophone, so then when I started playing the saxophone, I kind of enjoyed that but I was tearing up my reeds all the time because I would lay my sax on the bed when I would finish practicing, I would lay it on the bed and then go to pick it up and tear a reed up, the reed is part of the mouthpiece Right. and uh, so then the next year I said uh, I wanted to play the drums so I could be like him, because he was a drummer so he said okay, so he would keep buying me all these instruments, so when I got to junior high school and uh, we had all these kids coming from the other elementary schools. Uh, See, it was junior high, it wasn't middle school then, 7 through 9. So when I got to 7th grade, uh, we had all these kids coming from the other elementary schools. So Mr. Landers came to me and said, "Uh, we have too many drummers. You are one of the top drummers, but we have too many drummers. Have you ever played an instrument before? And I said, yes sir. And he said, "Uh, what have you played? And I told him I played the clarinet and the saxophone. He said, oh, you can read music. I said, yes sir. So. he said, well, I have just the instrument for you. It's in another clef, but, Uh you can pick it up. And he came out there and had a great big old sousaphone, <laughs> which people call tubas, but they're sousaphone. But a sousaphone is the one that wraps around your body with the great big bell on top. Gotcha. So he came out there. I was a little seventh grader. Came out there with that big old sousaphone. So I said, OK, I'll play it. So I played it, and Pop used to take pride in, in uh, helping me shine it up and stuff for the parades and stuff.
2: I tell you, man, I, I just, I love his voice, his cadence. You know, uh, if you met that man, you loved that man. I mean, he just, I know he was tough, and I know he was a great coach and a great player, but he's just so honest and just right. so, he was just so refreshing to talk to. And, and everybody was welcome. Everybody was welcome to him. Sure. You could go up and say hi to him and talk to him. And he he treated you like, you know, you might have played for him if, if you didn't play for
3: well, him. Well, you know, and he, like you said, he was tough but it it was one of those things where he was fair. Yeah. And I I never
2: had a moment with
3: him that the man just wasn't a fair man. Yeah. And he he scared a lot of kids. I will tell you that because Coach Miller was this presence. Yeah. But once you met him and once you got to know him, one of the most lovable men you ever met in your life. He yeah. he just became a father figure to everybody. Yeah.
2: That's awesome. All right, so let's uh let's move right into our Jimmy thing. So yeah. Jimmy, what you got for us today?
6: It's time for Jimmy, the Jimmy, 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 thing. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy thing.
2: Oh, that hurt! <laughs> yeah.
4: Oh yeah. All right, so guys, uh, the Jimmy thing uh, today is going to be pausing to remember a legend. On Wednesday, November 17th, the Roanoke Valley lost a true legend, George Killa Miller. He was a graduate of William Fleming High School and Elizabeth City State University, where he played football and wrestled. He is a member of the Hall of Fame at Elizabeth City State. He taught health and physical education at Fleming for 16 years and served as principal there for another 14 years. During his tenure, he served as an assistant football coach and later head coach of the Colonel's football team, winning district coach of the year honors three times. He was the nine time district coach of the year as the school's head wrestling coach. In 2010, Killa was part of the inaugural hall of fame class at william fleming in 2018 the school dedicated the field in his honor as miller field whether it was a former players colleagues or other school personnel miller was known for being tough but it was all out of love for everyone around him his funeral services will be held at 12 p.m on monday november 22nd and that is us here at crunch time pausing to remember a true legend and that's my jimmy thing
2: yeah he'll be so missed yeah yeah great job I, I can tell you some uh some funny things about uh coach miller i, I know when uh, you know i used to talk to him one of the, one of the neat things i'll tell you first that was kind of cool about him was when he was coaching he always had some good players and when college coaches would come in to recruit those players of his sure. he would always tell them Hey, there's a kid over at Stanton River. Hey, there's yep. a kid at Bird. There's a kid at Cave. You need to go look at these kids. They can play for you. Sure. And I always thought that was so kind. Right. Um, you know, and, and it, you know, he had rivalries with some of those teams and some of those coaches. I mean, they got after each other too, but he was always so kind to think about the kid first. And he actually, in his stories that, you know, in our interview, he talked about how he got his chance to go to Elizabeth City, Yep. you know, State or what is that right?
4: City State University. Yeah, yep.
2: so you know, was almost by a coach was actually coming in to recruit another kid from a rival school. I think it was uh, Jefferson. Okay. Uh, and uh, the kid said, "I'm not. I'm not going to college. I want to go to the military or whatever." Sure. And the coach over there said, "You need to go check out Coach Killer Miller." Yeah. Or, or he wasn't Coach Killer Miller. It was George Miller. You need to go see George Miller at Fleming, and that's how he got his chance to. Better his sure, you know, life, to get his education, to do what he wanted to do in life. And it was because of another coach that sent the recruiter over to him.
3: Right. That's a
2: great legacy story.
3: Oh yeah. No, this this was the man that gave. That's the thing. And I I remember when I first started coaching basketball and I coached basketball for a couple of years and he came to one of the games one day, and I was coaching, and I had my, I had a notepad, and I was drawing plays and everything. And the next, uh, the next day, I saw him. He goes, "Hey, I got something for you." And he went to his car, and he came back, and he handed me a dry race board with the basketball court on it. How about that? And he goes, uh, son, you need to understand. <laughs> and, you know, we so we laughed about it. He goes, you need to understand that there are modern technologies now that you can say so we, <laughs> you know, we so laughing, at it. And I said, coach, really? And he goes, here, I got this for you. And I still have that dry erase board. It. And, it, and it's stuff like that, that that makes, you know, that made Coach Killer Miller who he was. He, he cared about everybody.
4: And, you know, uh, unfortunately, I never knew coach mill yeah. and, and but i in in looking up stuff about him i found some just some so interesting things that you know i want to throw out there there there's the legend of him uh, uh wrestling a gorilla yes there's yeah. the legend yeah. supposedly of of wrestling tony atlas right and then I, the other thing which i could just imagine in my mind seeing with him being the wrestling coach they said that when he would come in on the mat that the the kids that were wrestling would be hidden and try to sure know, take him down yeah. but he, they could never they could never right. take him down so it was just you know i hated that it was one of those opportunities that this man um was someone like this that i would have probably loved to have met and i'm sorry that i didn't so.
3: well and people a lot of people don't realize but tony atlas uh tony white they're from Roanoke huh. and it was him and his brother and so yeah no, there were times where he wrestled Tony White, who became Tony Atlas. How about that? So look at that. No, those, trust me, those stories have been told, and I've heard those yeah. stories.
4: They, they say he was a, a great dresser. He was. And oh. That, that he was also the kind of man that he had this beautiful tie on that uh, another person admired the tie. He took it off. He and gave you a tie to him. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. you know, says a lot about the man. Yeah.
2: Good man. How many ties did you get? Oh, no, you didn't. It I did. Coach, was, how yeah. many ties did you get from Like I him? said,
4: he taught me how
3: to tie the tie. Oh, yeah, that's cool. So, so yeah. yeah. That's
2: cool. Yeah. All right, so great discussion. We're going to miss him, and, and uh, you know, we wanted to honor him today uh, on the show. All right, so uh five things you need to know about high school football this week. Number five, COVID 1-0 in postseason. We talked a little bit about this. William Campbell didn't even get to take one snap against the perennial power Riverheads team uh, this weekend due to covid and, you know, regardless, we want to say congratulations to Coach Danny Brog and, and uh, William Campbell. They had a great year. We just hate that they didn't get a finish at the way they, they wanted to on the field. Number four. Uh, so Saturday games. We got three big games today. Uh, class th- in Class 3, we got Phoebus versus Hopewell. Okay. How about that? Uh, class 1, we've got Graham versus Union. That's a good one. Yep. And then Twin Springs at Patrick Henry Glade Springs. That's another good game. Yeah. So that's going on here this afternoon. Uh, number three, Salem one play drives. Last night, the Sam Spartans scored the f- first four times they had the ball, three of them on a single play. Cam Lefwich scored from 87 yards. He scored from 37 yards, and that was sandwiched around a 37-yard TD pass from Deron Wilson to Chauncey Logan and a 55-7 to win over to Louisa County. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Doing the family well. <laughs> there he goes yep. trying to trying to own the mailman <laughs> yeah. uh, all right uh, and then let's see number two knocked out so class four favorite Denwitty was knocked out by Patrick Henry Ashland 35 to 20 keep an eye on Patrick Henry Ashland uh, these guys beat Verina earlier this uh, year and they uh, lost a close game as we said to Highland Springs so uh, this is a team to watch and then number one a Cavalier oh. effort He's the one as Jimmy's been talking about all day. Coach has told us to watch this Joey Isaacs kid early in the season, and Joey Isaacs not a big kid.
4: No, he's not. Um,
2: but he he's very fast. He's got a big heart. He had a I think a TD catch, he had a couple big interceptions. Um the the game was tied 14 to 14 in the first half. In the second half, he started with an 87-yard uh, kickoff return for a touchdown. Uh he got a You know, one of his uh, interceptions in the second half on the goal line. Mm -hmm. Uh, He had a big catch uh, to set up one of Bata scores. And the coup de grace, he recovered a fumble on the goal line at the end of the game to preserve the lead. I mean, I don't know. I mean, how do you better that effort? I don't
4: know. You don't. And an interesting fact about Joey, which we, we interviewed him back in the season um, and it was the first time we've asked an athlete, um, you know, what's your favorite kind of music? It's the first time we've asked an athlete, and he looked at us and said, uh, "I don't really listen to music." Wow! And, and we were like, "What?" He said, "I don't, I don't really listen to music. I don't have a favorite." And that was like, "Wow!" <laughs> oh,
2: that is interesting. That, yeah, yeah. Very cool. That yeah. amazes me. All right, so that was number one. Okay, so our cr- our, our crunch grade eight debate. Here we go. Let's look at Coach over there. He's like sharpening. He's licking his chop. Yeah, he's like on, filing do down this. his fangs. Yeah. All right, so last week it was number eight was E.C. Glass. Seven for me was North Cross. Six, Glenver. Five, Brookville. Four, Christiansburg. Three was Heritage. Two, Salem or 1A and 1B, Salem and LCA. This week, number eight for me is Christiansburg. Number seven, North Cross. So both those teams lost, and they moved down a little bit. Heritage wow. is number six for me, uh, and they tie with Galax. I've got to move Galax into this. Galax is just too tough. So I've got Heritage and Galax tied at number six. Number five, I've got Lord Botetat. Lord Botetat enters my grade eight at number five. I mean, they're on okay. the come. So uh, Number four, Glenver. Um, number three, Brookville. Okay. And then 1A and 1B, you put them where you want them, Salem and LCA. So that's my grade eight. Let's, let's hear the debate over there from Coach. I'm sure he's going to bring some team that we've never heard of into the grade eight.
3: Well, no. I, I, oh. I, look, Christiansburg and North Cross, I love them. But, but we got to, you know, their season's done. We got to bring in the one. so somewhere along the line, you got to bring GW in. Heritage is done as well. So you got to bring GW in. Got to, but I, I cannot believe you're not giving any respect to uh the fighting blues of Harry McClure. You got to bring them in somewhere into Church the mix. A blue, I mean, he's got blue stock. I got blue stock, <laughs> <laughs> I got blue stock right now. You got to bring them in, and yeah, no, I,
2: I, I'm so good. kicking out the teams that, you know, had great seasons.
6: That have great they seasons. They lose
3: and they're out. They lose and they're out. And I hate to do that to them, but, you know, we've got to do the list that are still going. And you so, do? Well, I'm just saying, Perry McClure at <laughs> <and> GW. <laughs> there comes
4: the great debate. Yeah, there comes the great <laughs>
3: debate. Uh, but, no, Perry McClure GW I put in. and Awesome. Either Heritage, Christiansburg, North Cross, we can bump them just one space back and – Awesome. Two space back. Do it that way.
2: All right. So I want to. Uh, I'm going to go over the scores again. Jimmy went over the uh, the area scores. I'm going to go over the scores around the state, and I'm just going to go over them again because you know we get in the playoffs and there's only so many teams left. Right. And there's still quite a few games, but let me go through them real quick just so everybody can hear them. Lord Botata 28 to 27 over Christiansburg. LCA 48 to nothing over Broadway. Salem 55 to seven over Louisa County. Uh, Brookville took out Heritage 50 to 21. Abingdon, 42 to 34 over Bassett. Glenver blanked Martinsville, 38 to nothing. Atlantic Shores Christian, 36 to 26 over Northcross in a state championship game. Um, Appomattox got Radford, 56 to 28. Perry McClure, uh, Coach Randy's favorite team, 14 to six over Giles. Come on now. Mountain View, 42 to 12 over Patrick Henry Roanoke. Galax, 35 to 17 over George With. That's two crunch teams right there. Another a rematch. GW Danville 40, Western Abemarle 8, uh, Riverheads 1 over William Campbell in a forfeit. Thank you very much, COVID. Oscar Smith 50, James River Midlothian nothing. Western Branch 14 to 12 over Manchester Battlefield, the number one team in the state in 6A, 48 to 13 over Osborne. Freedom 56 to 7 over Unity Reed. South County beat Robinson 34 28, a good game there. West Potomac, 31. Lake Braddock, 24. 48 to nothing. James Madison took out South Lakes. Centerville, 28 to 14 over Westfield. Green Run, 27 to 7 over Indian River. Kempsville 15 to 7 over Salem, Virginia Beach. Maury, 42 to 7 over Minchville. Woodside, 40 to 22 over Nansaman River. Highland Springs, 36 to nothing over Freeman. We had Hermitage taking out Midlothian, 24 to 14. Stonebridge, number one in uh, 5A, 58 to three over Riverbend. Kings Fork, 34 to seven over Deep Creek. Warhill still in it, 13 to six over Hampton. Patrick Henry Ashland, 35 to 20 over Denwitty in a big upset, I think. Barina survives over King George, 28 to 10. Uh, broad Run. Now these are close games. Broad Run, twenty-four to nineteen over Loudoun County. Tuscarora, twenty-six to twenty-five over Heritage Leesburg. Um, York, forty-two to thirty-two over Booker T. Washington. So York's still in there. Meridian, forty to twenty-one over Goochland. Princeville District, forty-eight to twenty-eight over James Monroe. Nottaway, thirty-four to seven over Amelia County. King William, sixty-four. Pocahontas, thirty. Woodstock Central 29 to 8 over Stroudsburg. Stewart's Draft 33 to 3 over Clark County. Ridgeview 26 to 20 over Central Wise. Essex 49 to 28 over West Point. King and Queen Central 28 to 8 over Colonial Beach. Buffalo Gap 44 to 20 over Lunenburg Central. And Holston 42 to 8 over Grundy. And then their Saturday games today, we had Phoebus against Hopewell. Graham against Union, and Twin Springs over Patrick Henry Blade spring. Those three play today. So I just wanted to throw those scores out there. That's our playoff situation. Uh, a lot of good games, guys.
4: Yeah. Hey, Coach, he's pretty good at the scores. He is. Look well, you him. know,
2: Jimmy's been working with me. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> he's been working with me on that. So guiding you along. Yeah, that's right. All right, so um, let's uh, – I tell you, Coach, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, Thanks. let's talk a little college football. Heiner's bread has been a staple in homes And on kitchen tables for over a century In this part of the country No artificial preservatives A low-fat, cholesterol-free food Made with 100% pure vegetable shortening Whether it's old-fashioned loaf 35 wheat or 35 white And that 35 means only 35 calories a slice Choose the great taste of a product From this region Heiner's When you're shopping the grocery store aisles Of your favorite store Think local Think Heiner's Since 1905 Heiner's bread Hi friends, Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org.
6: What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor? A volunteer? Teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Jay Harlow financial advisor with the Myrius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. And I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive, Southwest Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC.
2: Heiner's bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's bread. Heiner's bread. My baby. I love that. All right. So let's talk some college football. We had some big news in these parts this week. Um, coach, uh, yeah, we've got a new coach coming into Virginia tech. Uh, yeah, Justin Fuentes eight. is, is out of here. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a, a little bit about some of the names being bannered around before we, before we get into some of the games that are, that are going to be, um, played today. Uh, so what do you think? I mean, I, I'm hearing you freeze. Hugh Freeze, you know, Liberty.
3: I I I'm hearing that name, but I don't know if this is the fit
2: for Hugh Freeze.
3: Just for the simple fact of I don't know if Virginia Tech wants someone and nothing against Hugh Freeze. He is an extremely good coach. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if they want the baggage. You know, there are some there is some baggage there. Uh and look, Hugh Freeze may say, Look, Liberty gave me a second chance. I'm staying here. Right, right. So this that may not be the fit right now. What I like to see that I th- I think Hugh Freeze would be a great coach at Virginia Tech. The names that we're starting to hear mm-hmm. uh, Napier, yep, out of uh, Louisiana. Yep. We're also starting to hear Clawson out of Wake Forest. Yeah, and we're starting to hear Bill O'Brien uh, being tossed around. We're and, also, and he's an Alabama. He's assistant He's an Alabama right now. assistant, right? And he's also was the Texans coach for a number of years and he was at Penn State at for a Penn long time. Penn State for a long time. Yeah. So he knows the area, he knows the recruiting knows side the co- of it, yep.
2: coaches, yep.
3: So that that's something to look at. Uh look, there's going to be a lot of names thrown around and this is the way that the nature of the beast is. Uh from what we're understanding, this may be named within the next 2 weeks. Yeah. So this may they got to get
2: it done. Recruiting's yeah. right around the corner. Yeah, but no,
3: I, I, look, J.C. Price, who's the interim head coach right now, I think is a very competent man. Can do the job, uh, but he's an interim coach. He he knows his role right now. His role is to get them through these next couple games and see how well they do there. But no, this. This is a great coach that they
2: have right now taking care of business. How about the Chadwell guy from Coastal Carolina? Are you hearing his name as well?
3: Yeah, I'm hearing the Chadwell name as well, but I think that he's – I think when you look at the size of the school, he's a lower coach trying to come up into sure. sure. And I just don't think that's what Whit Babcock wants to do is bring someone from a smaller school – I think he wants that power five. Which
2: is what Fuentes,
3: he came from Memphis, right? Right. And so we've seen that, been there, done that. I think he wants somebody with that power five experience right now.
2: Any chance that uh, Virginia Tech unseats a coach that looks comfortable at a good-sized school that just wants to get in the ACC, maybe? Well,
3: it, it could be. And, you know, that's something that we can always see, but... I'm Saban maybe coming? To, I, no, that's oh, okay, never going to happen. You know, okay. uh, and, and I've and I've seen little memes up going Saban signs with the Hokies, oh, and I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. But no, it would not. It would not shock me if you see somebody come in as a caliber of O'Brien or somebody like that. And again, we talked about it earlier. I know everybody wants Shane Beamer. That's the heir apparent. That's the you know his dad's the yeah, legend. Yeah. But it's one of those things. Timing's just wrong. You know, it, it's really just timing for
2: Shane. Hey, let's not make any mistake about it. The, you're a gunfighter when you're a coach today. Yes. You, you know, it, it's kill or be killed. And yep. if, you know, there's really, I mean, the ones that stay around for a long time and become legends, I mean, they're really, that doesn't happen very often. No. Uh, it's no. tough out there. Sure. And if you lose, start losing games, you're gone. Yeah. And uh, a lot of us don't have jobs that are like that. So right. I know these guys are making a lot of money. And so I'm not talking about crying in their Mercedes. But, I mean, sure. it is, you know, it is a tough gig. Well, and you take a look at Fuente,
3: you know, and I live by the rule, too. If you were to walk in here today and say, Coach, I'm going to pay you $8 million and I never want to see you again, that's nice knowing you. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. one of those deals. And that's that's what they did. They said, look, we're going to give you $8 million, Now go away. And... He's good with that. You think he'll coach somewhere else? He will. There's no doubt yeah, in my mind. Yeah. He'll go somewhere else. But for eight million, just to walk away?
4: Yeah, I think that would. be I hard.
3: think that'll
2: work. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd need nine.
3: Well, I'm not okay. sure. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> yeah, I need i you know,
2: I'm not walking for eight. Eight? Are you kidding? We, we could work that out. You yeah, know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Some some uh, college football games around uh, the area this afternoon. Some good ones. Wake Forest versus Clemson. Yeah. Did anybody ever expect that Wake Forest would be ranked 10th in the country and Clemson unranked no, right now? No, no. It's this amazing was, how how fast they've fallen.
3: Yeah, this was not the season that everybody was expecting because you were hearing that, you know, this young man down there, his quarterback, he was supposed to be the
2: next Lawrence. Yeah. And it has not happened. Hey, he's a great athlete. He is. He has all the tools. Yes. But it is tough to do that year in and year out. And, Correct. And the other thing – you know, a lot of it matters, you know, the cast around you. I mean, you know, uh who you're throwing to, who you're handing the ball off to, who's who's blocking up there, who's sure. playing defense. Yeah. All that goes into the mix. We we tend to focus, you know, on one player or one coach. Right. But, you know, you gotta have all the pieces. You do.
3: You really do. Yeah. And, and right now they're just not there with Clemson.
2: Yeah, that's right. Uh, how about number seven, Michigan State, versus number four, Ohio State today? Look at that. You know, and that's the thing. I think, uh,
3: you know, some people, I know we talked to Lucky Larry yesterday, and he said, don't be surprised if Michigan State doesn't reach up and get them. Today. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to go through the Big Ten with those. Those teams are all kind of built the same. Sure. We'll have to see how Travion Henderson does. Yeah. Uh, he's fun to watch for Ohio State. True freshman from yeah. Hopewell, Virginia.
3: Eisman candidate right now. Eisman so. candidate.
2: We watched him play in high school, and uh, he's put on some weight, but hadn't lost any speed, guys. No. Um, so, also number 17, Iowa versus Illinois. Yep. We got six, Michigan versus Maryland, just to name a few. Three, Oregon, uh, number three in the country versus tw- number 23, Utah. Iowa State versus number 13, Oklahoma. That could be a really good game. Right. And then how about number 2 Alabama versus 20 number 21 Arkansas? Yeah. That, that one could That could be a good game there. Yeah, you you know, I know Arkansas um they got beat earlier this year. I mean they 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 really got steamrolled uh but you know, they have all the tools right to really excel and to and to you know, really do well. All right guys, so um Just again, I I just, you know, we have a few minutes here. I just want to make sure uh, and do this right. You know, uh, uh, I want to say something again about uh, Coach Killer Miller because I spent a lot of time. Yeah. You know, I've done crunch for 26 years. I spent a lot of weekends talking to that man, and I enjoyed him so much. And, uh, you know, none of us are going to live forever. But, um, you know, what a great legacy he leaves and uh, always made time for everybody. And I know um, Coach over there knew him personally. Jimmy – didn't know him personally, but feels like he knows him. And uh, I just, you know, I, I, I just want to make sure that, um, you know, everybody keeps uh, him and, and the family, you know, thoughts and prayers right. uh, in mind uh, this week. Uh, but, uh, you know, again, we lost a great man there.
3: You know, he he was one of those figures that you felt like would be around forever. Yeah. And he will be. and But it's going to be the memories of him right now. And, you know, we'll meet again one day. And that's that's the key thing and uh you know, when when we go on that journey and we go to the you know, to the next side, I will meet him again one day and I know that. And you know, there's no doubt in my mind where George Killer Miller went. And he's in heaven today. Yeah. And I and let me tell you, it does my heart good knowing that. Yeah. And so when, you know, when I get there and trust me, that will probably be one of the first faces I see when I get You think there. he'll teasingly call you leverage? He probably will. <laughs> just knowing him, you know, and he'll hit me in the chest with that ring. And you know. if you have a face mask on, he'll probably
2: grab it. <laughs> he'll probably grab it, you know.
3: <laughs> but, no, you know, it is one of the things that, you know, there's no doubt in my mind when he got there and they looked at him and, you know, the good Lord just said, good job. Yeah. Yeah, good That's job, great. son, good job. Great memory.
2: All right, great show today. Thanks to all you fine folks for listening out there. Couldn't do it without you. Special thanks to our advertisers. Without you, we wouldn't have a show. Uh, We are humbly appreciative of uh, what we get to do. We we have a good time, and, uh, you know, we just want to keep making this better and better. Uh, For Coach Randy, he's Jimmy Whitaker. I'm Carl York. You've been listening to Crunch Time on WPLY, and remember, it's It's all all for for him. him.
1: Chuck Baker from Haley Toyota. It's our 18th annual Yes Member celebration. Yes, we have a great inventory of local trade-ins, certified Toyotas, and Haley Preferred cars to fit just about any budget. Yes, new inventories are at an all-time low. However, we're not taking advantage of the shortage by using market adjustment stickers over MSRP. Come order yours now during our Yes Member event. Yes Member means saving thousands on your next new or used Toyota. And yes, Haley has it for less. WPLY, Roanoke, WPLI, Lynchburg, and online at Sports Radio VA.